Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing.
This is the Hour of Anointing, and I'm David Ingalls, and we've been on a series for the last few broadcasts. The subject, the power of the positive confession of God's Word. Now, I didn't say the power of positive confession. I said the power of the positive confession of God's Word. That makes a whole heap of difference, whether we're just saying something because it's a positive thing to say, or we are actually vocalizing or conversing with God's Word. I confess Jesus as my Lord. I possess salvation. I confess by His stripes I am healed. I possess healing. I confess the Son has made me free, John 8, 36. I possess absolute freedom. I confess the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost, Romans 5, 5. I possess the ability to love everyone. We're using as our text the book by Don Gossett and E.W. Kenyon. Brother Gossett had some of Brother Kenyon's manuscripts on and along the line of confession of God's Word, and I think probably one of the very best books that I know of, teaching books, on the subject of the confession of God's Word, where it's really a concentrated teaching of that particular subject. From Luke chapter 5, And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the Word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Now, I like this already, as we begin to read here. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him, that means crowded up close to him to hear the word. Oh, what a wonderful and beautiful scene this is and was and can be for our lives. To press in close to Jesus to hear the word. To hear the word of God. A tremendous thing. You know, first of all, you can't even obey God correctly without getting under the word. The ability in God's word will give you the ability to say yes to the things that God is and has called you to do and would speak to you to do from this point forward. You can't even obey God without being in the word. There's too many things to cloud and, and to mask over and hide. Uh, you don't have the boldness, but there's something about eating God's word and pressing in to God's word that brings the development to say yes and to say yes and then later say yes and a little later yes and yes. I've heard people talk about, oh, just tell the Lord one eternal yes. Well, I found out that that don't work quite that way. Just give him the great big yes, make him your Lord, but then it's a whole string of yeses, and I can hear every believer saying, well, Brother David, amen. It's just one yes after another yes. <laughs> yes, Lord. Okay, Lord. Yes, Lord. Okay, yes. And it came to pass as, as the people, that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word. Already I see something good, because they're crowding in to hear the word. If you start crowding close to hear the word, I can already see you're going to do great. Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. Uh, he saw two ships standing by the lake there. The fishermen were gone out of the fishing vessels. They were washing their nets there on the shore, and uh, Jesus stepped on board of one of the ships. It was Simon's ship, and he asked Simon, would you just push this out from the bank just a little bit here? And when he did, why, Jesus sat down and taught the people from the ship. So he's on the deck of the boat or the ship, and the people are on the shore. And when he had finished teaching, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep, 
hurry. Let's get out into some deep water. Let's go fishing. Simon, basically Jesus is saying, let's look after the most important thing first. Let's get in the word first. After we finish the word, then we'll do some enterprise. Because, see, fishing was the enterprise of Simon and those partners of his. And uh, they had been, they'd had the store open, as it were, all night. They'd been out in their boat all night. They'd fished. And so uh, Jesus said, let's go fishing now. We've taught the word. You've been in the presence of the word now. It's time to exercise on the word and with it. And, and Simon said, now, wait a minute here. We've already been fishing. We've been fishing all night. And we haven't caught one thing. So uh, I don't know what his reply would have been totally if he hadn't said under the word for that hour or hour and a half or however long that teaching session was. He said, now we've told all the night and have to, we, we haven't caught anything. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. I don't know if he sounded that way or not, but he could have. He said, okay, at your word, I will. And when he had done this, it was when he obeyed, I could say. Then when he obeyed the Lord, then a, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes. And the net starts to break because there's such flourishing. In other words, his business, this business began to flourish so much because of obeying God that he had to call the businesses next door. And so it called them here. It says, they beckoned or they waved. Hey, you guys get over here. These guys were in the other ship by then. They should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships. Now, I see a lesson here for the other guys. Now, I just saw this here. I'm going to share it with you. See, now, these partners, now, they're not there with Jesus. And Jesus is not talking to them. But he's talking to Simon. And at Simon's obedience, which he's able to obey because he sat under the teaching there, that teaching session, he said on the word, okay, now I can obey. Or he may not be thinking it just that way, but now he is obeying. But it's because he's been under the word. He's saying, okay, I'll let the net down. Okay, then his business then immediately takes on a flourishing thrust because he's obeying God. Now, does anybody listening get any ideas from this? You get in the word and then act it out. It's not a matter that I'm under the word and it's going to so sit, sit on the word, back on the word, back on the word, back on the word, back on the word, and not doing anything. No, there's a second step, and that's to obey. Hear the voice of God, obey. You say, well, I haven't heard God say anything like that. Well, then do what he told you to do last time he talked to you. Just go back to doing what he told you the last time you knew what he said. Remember what he said last time? You may be doing it right now, but just kind of not liking to do it. Go back and say, I just love this because I'm obeying God. See? But anyhow, here's these guys in the other ship, and Jesus isn't talking to them. He's talking to this person who he was on their, his ship, and, and he's obeyed now. Now the business is booming. I mean, this is a big business because fishing was his business. But these other guys, because they are in their ship and they're out near somebody who's listening to Jesus, then they're going to get in on it. Now, does that give you any ideas? See, if you'll just even get close to somebody that's obeying God, you'll get blessed. That's what happened here. They were just in the neighborhood. They were kind of sailing near somebody that was obeying God. If you'll just hang around people that are obeying God, the residue or the overshoot or the extra will get over on you. 
And then you can get up close to Jesus, you can get in the word, and you can flourish in a great way. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break, and they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. Business got so great. What's it all from? It's obeying God. Well, you know, confession plays a big part. What I possess, I will have had to confess at first. What I confess, I possess. you got to hear the word obey and then act it out. And then when you do, there's get ready for a great uh, business boom in here. What I confess, I possess. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.